Hey there, welcome to Live Happily Ever Now. I am your host, Carrie Briggs. If you found this podcast, that is no accident. It means that you're ready to feel good, heal your life, and manifest the life of your dreams. I can't wait. Hello, and welcome back to Live Happily Ever Now. I am your host, Carrie Briggs. We are entering into the holiday season here in 2023. It is uh, Thanksgiving this week. Christmas is in a month. We're around toxic family members, all the fun, beautiful, energetic things. Um, But the, the message I wanted to bring through today was the things I wish I knew at the beginning of my healing journey. And I have done variations of this. Um, I'm just lighting some Palo Santo. I'm not lighting up something else. You can see it on my video if you really want. Just clearing the energy in here. So the things that I wish I knew in the beginning of my healing journey. Oh man, there are so many freaking things. And there are so many things that I, um, I wish I could scream to the rooftops to so many people who are just beginning their healing journey. The biggest one is, I know there's so many. You can't fucking do it alone. So stop trying to think that you can heal by yourself because you're never going to fucking do it. You could spend hours and months and years and fucking years and years and years and years and months and months and months trying to do things when you could find somebody who has already been down your path and can can show you how to heal a faster way. (laughs) Number two, stop fucking thinking you can do it alone. No. Um, Number two, it is not going to be sunshine and roses. It is not going to be something that you can just um, one and done. There is no one and done a healing. What we think healing is and what people think healing is, is just like, oh, I'm going to go to therapy a couple times and I'm going to be cured. No, bitch, you're not. That is not the way this works. Even my therapist tried getting rid of me after two years. And I said, uh-uh, no, thank you. That is not truth. I am a healer. I need healing all the time. I need somebody to hold me. Finding somebody who can support you is the key thing. Finding, realizing that there is no simple way. There is no cheat codes. There's no cheat codes. There is no um, magic fix. You're not going to go. There is no like magic hypnosis and it's going to cure everything. There is no, um, oh my God, one Reiki session is going to to fix me and fix all of my physical and um, emotional ailments. There is no journaling one time and fixing things. There is no eating a salad and losing 10 pounds. That's not how this fucking works. And there, there's such this... I want to say gatekeeping around the healing community. Oh my God, if you just do this, like I'm going to quantum leap you. I'm going to do this. You sign up with me and I'm going to fix all of your things in a 60 minute session. That's not fucking true. It's not going to happen like that. People are like, well, Kira, you've said stuff like that. And I'm going to call you out right there. No, the fuck I haven't. I have said very clearly, and I'm very intentional about what I say when I'm saying things. The things that I offer and the tools that I offer are just that. They are tools to help you along your healing journey. When you are working with someone, yes, it is going to be faster. So if I were to say there's a cheat code, the cheat code is work with someone who's already been down the path that you have been down. Work with someone who has been through the same traumas that you have. Work with someone who is something that you, in in a field that you want to be working with. Do that. That will help you. I have had so many people come to me and this is like one of the things I don't, I don't know how to explain um, what I do is people will come to me for say a Reiki session. Hey, I'm, I'm not feeling very great right now. I want a Reiki session. Can you help me? I'm like, a hundred percent. We will get a Reiki session and we will see, you know, what's going on. And I will help you start to begin the healing process. And 
what people don't understand is that that one healing session is is like it's like the gate opening when you open the gate to healing there is no closing it first and foremost you cannot escape it yes i mean you can go back to your normal mindset lazy ass fucking ways or you can heal most people who open the healing gate continue to work to can, can continue the healing journey but it's really fucking hard and that's another thing too it's fucking hard i'm gonna make this point three healing is fucking hard it is a conscious decision every single day to wake up and make yourself a better person. It is overcoming your own laziness. It is overcoming and creating discipline within yourself to do the work, even when you don't want, fucking want to. It is learning to feel your feelings because even though you've spent your entire life avoiding your feelings, it's sitting with the pain, it's sitting with the anger, it's sitting with the sadness and the frustration and the, and the anguish and the joy and all of the feelings and it's feeling them instead of escaping them. I spent my entire life escaping feelings because I wasn't allowed to feel them because it wasn't safe to feel emotions. Because if I felt emotions, I was taking attention away from other people in my household. So I didn't feel emotions. I didn't cry. Learning and being on going on this healing journey, I had to learn to cry and not be shamed for crying and not apologize to others for crying and taking up space. That's number four. You have to learn to take up fucking space. When you are healing, you are most likely recovering from some sort of PTSD, big or small, um, around being seen, being vulnerable, showing up and taking up space. When you begin to heal, you are going to learn to set boundaries. And when you set boundaries, you're going to piss people the fuck off. They're going to start calling you every single name in the book. Oh my God, she's a narcissist. Oh my God, she's so shellfish. Oh my God, she's only putting herself first and not thinking about each other. Oh my God, how dare she say no to me? How dare she do something else instead of doing stuff for me? How dare she think about things other than myself? Like whatever it is, that's going to start happening. People did not warn me about all of this in the beginning of my healing journey. I mean, I would like to say I'm sorry that you're here and you're listening to this now, but if you're listening to this now, you've already entered into your healing journey and you're probably recognizing a lot of these things that are happening. Um, making sure that you find somebody who understands you and feels seen. First and foremost, you are not crazy. There is nothing wrong with you. You have done nothing wrong. You didn't do something in a past life to, to experience the things that you're experiencing now. You are exactly where you're meant to be in this moment. So stop trying to tell yourself that you're doing something wrong, that you're doing something bad. There's nothing wrong with you. You're exactly where you're meant to be. There is no timeline for healing. That's number five. I don't even know what number we're at now, but that's number five. There is no timeline for healing. There is no, oh my God, she's more further ahead than me and she's younger than me. Oh my God, she's just started and she's already light years ahead of me. There is no fucking timeline for healing. There, and this is the thing that irks me the most. When I see people, older people saying, I, I wish I had time to do that work. Well, it's too late for me. Bitch, no, I'm a slap. I'm not a violent person, but I just want to like freaking shake you and be like, are you kidding me right now? You would rather sit there and sit in your misery for however long you have left instead of doing the work to enjoy your life now. You would do that. That like, I can't comprehend that. And I understand people have their own way of healing, have their own way of doing things. And you cannot help somebody who is not willing to be helped. If somebody really was ready to do the healing work, it does not matter what age you are. It does not matter. So stop using your age as an excuse to not heal, to not do the work to get the things that you want. 
It does not matter if you're 87 years old and you want to start traveling around the world. Your age has nothing to do with who you are and what you're put here on earth to do. Maybe you're 87 years old and you want to learn a healing modality so that you can start healing others. Then fucking do it. Even if you're only doing it for a couple of years, who cares? As long as you are doing what you want to do, stop making the excuses. Age is not an excuse. It's not an excuse. It is not an excuse. And I wish somebody would have told me that, or I'm telling you guys, it's not an excuse. I'm telling you all these things because these are things that have gone on in my life. There were, there have been multiple occasions where I have been like, it's not fair. She started after me and she's already way ahead of me. Of course that happened. That, my friend, is the toxic sisterhood wound. Oh, that brings up another thing. When you start healing, you're going to realize a lot of these wounds bubbling up around your life that you didn't really know existed. The mother wound. Anything relating to your mother and or being a mother is a mother wound. Your father wound. Anything relating to your father or being a parental figure or being in around men or being around um, the masculine, divine masculine, is the fatherhood wound. Also, money has a lot to do with the fatherhood wound and the motherhood wound. That's a whole other conversation. The money wound, realizing that the reason you're not bringing in as much money as you want to, or you have an unhealthy relationship with money, is because you have an unhealthy and toxic relationship and you have an, a very gnarly mother wound. The toxic feminine. The toxic feminine is this competition, bitchy, mean girl energy that females have with each other. She's doing it, so I can't do it. How dare she do that? Whatever it is, any of that mean girl cattiness, that is the toxic feminine, and that needs to get cleared the fuck out. And you're going to realize a lot of that shit coming up when you start healing your process. Maybe you're around a lot of friends, so to speak, who um, are very catty and they're very like judgmental of other people toxic feminine you're gonna start realizing that uh and then I'm, I'm the witch wound the vulnerability being seen especially if you're an energy worker or a healer in any aspect the witch wound is going to be one of the biggest ones that pops up for you because people are going to um shame you for being who you are they're going to shame you for um healing they're going to shame you for using the spirit and you have to learn that you have to you get to learn and move through this witch wound this vulnerability of being seen of being shown up as who the fuck you are in this world you spent enough time hiding it's time to clear that shit other things something just came up and i was just thinking about it and then i got distracted by the witch wound toxic sisterhood um <laughs> being seen, vulnerability. I don't know. It'll come back. So we've gone through quite a few things so far. Crystals. Was it crystals? No, it wasn't crystals. It was there and I lost it. I don't remember what it was. Point being, there are so many things that I wish I knew. So many things that I wish I knew. I wish I knew that um, mother earth was my true mother. She was, she is the mother that I was meant to have. She's the mother that I was meant to connect to, that we're all meant to connect to. I wish I knew that the universe is my true father. And I do. I know that now. I connect to them daily. They are the true father. Yes, I have earthly physical parents, but they are not, they were not meant to hold me in the way that I need to be held. No parent, including myself, is meant to hold their children in the way that they feel they need to be held. This is why it is so important to ground yourself, connect yourself to spirit, to Gaia, to angels, guides, spirits, dragons, whoever you want to connect to, your higher self, so that you have that connection and support. I wish I knew that I would never be feel unconditionally loved until I started working with dragon energy, until I started connecting to Gaia daily. I wish I knew that... 
crystals hold certain vibrations and when you connect the vibrations they connect to Gaia and you can do grid work and you can heal the fucking planet I wish I knew that there were people out there like me because when I started my healing journey I felt isolated I felt like a fucking crazy person because I had never met anybody else who worked with dragons who did Reiki who worked with energy my own family called me a con artist for doing Reiki. I was not surrounded with people who supported me and loved me deeply. I wish I knew that there was communities out there who could hold me and support me and see me and help me through all of the emotions in this healing journey. Because you are not going to survive your own healing until you have support, until you have tribe, until you have people in your world who fucking get it. People who you can be like, hey, manifested this today. Hey, I met this dragon today. Hey, I sat down and had a freaking insane meditation. No, that's just like part of a healing. Tiny little parts. But you are not going to heal until you have a lot of these things, until you recognize all of these things. You already, and like, there is nothing wrong. If you were like, I didn't realize any of this shit, Carrie, you're welcome. I'm sorry. It's, it fucking sucks. And also going into one meditation is not going to cure yourself. It is not. Consistently doing and consistently grounding and consistently meditating and moving your body and journaling, that stuff makes results. Doing it one time isn't going to do shit. Other things. I wish I knew that I could regulate my fucking nervous system. And by regulating my nervous system, I could get out of fight or flight in an instant. Learning these tools, learning Reiki, learning how to regulate my nervous system has helped me tremendously where I can move through intense, fucking heavy, nasty, yucky emotions and life shit within hours opposed to weeks or months. Because I would do it in the weeks or months thing because I had no idea. I didn't know there were tools out there that could help me. I wish I knew that. I wish I knew that. I wish I knew that if I consistently meditated, journaled, moved my body every single day, I would feel like a normal human being. I would feel amazing that if I consistently drank water and I only put good food in my body, I would feel amazing and my channel would open up. I wish I knew that if I had things that could ground me, I could connect easily back to my body. Things like sage or Palo Santo or smelling something or sitting in a quiet space. I wish I knew that there were people out there who understood and saw me for who I am. I wish I knew that there were tools out there that could help me way sooner than I found them. I wish I found Reiki way before I did, but I know that's not an option. I found it exactly in the moment I did. I wish I knew that you are going to lose people when you start this journey. I wish I knew how hard it was going to be some days and how fucking amazing it was going to be others. And you feel like you're on a roller coaster. I wish I knew that if I, when I started my spiritual business, that that was going to deepen me into my own healing and it was going to unlock every single wound and trigger that I had within me. I know that's a lot of things. And most of you, probably nobody will listen to this episode and that's okay. And if you do, thank you. You're welcome. I'm sharing these messages because I wish I knew these things when I started. And nobody told me. There was no information out there. There was no one out there saying, oh, yeah, you can manifest money. But until you do the work to clear all of the things that 
all of the mindsets, you're not going to be able to hold it. And you're going to keep going through the same lessons over and over and over and over and over and over again until you make a different choice, until you clear it. You're going to go through the same shit with your husband until you both decide enough, until you both decide no more. How the fuck do we fix this? You're going to go through the same repetitions with your children and your parents and your friends and your spouse and money until you make a different decision. And if you find yourself in a pattern, if you find yourself on the hamster wheel of death, that is your key. That is your your moment to be like, something's not okay. I keep on making the same choice and it keeps on going back the same way. How do I fix this? How do I get off the fucking hamster wheel of death? It's up to you. Nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody's going to save you. And nobody can do the work except for you. I love you. I'm here for you. You've got this. You're worthy. You are more amazing than you even understand. I'll see you next week. Bye. If you made it to the end of this episode, that means you are truly committed to your goals and open to miracles. I am so proud of you. If you want to get more Carrie, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Your experience means a lot to me, so I welcome you to leave an honest review. And you can follow me on social media at Carrie Briggs Coaching. If you really want to get in on the action, sign up for my monthly membership, Unlock Yourself, or reach out for more powerful one-on-one work. I love you all so much. See you next time.